0: Now more than ever, it's critical that customers find accurate information about your business. Local Works by Yahoo Small Business makes it easy to add, edit, and publish business information across 70-plus local directories from a single dashboard. Ensure your business is found with local Works and save 10% today by using code LWPODCAST. Visit YahooSmallBusiness.com slash local to find out more.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Leadership Detectives. Great to have you back here with us again. So here we are, just about to go back into lockdown. I'd like to think that we've learnt a few things from the first time around. Ways of operating, how we spent our time, but let's think about that. What we thought we'd do is let's give you a couple of tips that Neil and I have picked up from talking with guests that have joined us and from our own experiences on companies that we're working with about some ways in which you could be more effective while working remotely and working from home. So we've got seven tips that we've put together here. I'll give you some insight into them. Number one, strategy and direction. Number two, some clear objectives and, and clarity for your team as to why. Number three, communication, what and how to communicate. Number four, investing in the skills of your teams whilst you found yourself in this situation. Number five is your time management, the rules of engagement that you work with your team when working remotely. Number six is being human and realising that people are working from their own homes while they're spending time with the year. And number seven is planning in some fun and having some fun when you're doing it. So they're the messages that we've got over the next 20 minutes or so. I hope it's useful for you. Enjoy the session. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to Leadership Detectives and our next go at giving you some good tips for being
0: great leaders. Um, hey Neil, good to see you here. How are you doing? You well? I'm feeling good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm really good. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a strange old world we live in. <laughs> you know, it feels like deja vu. Here we go again, uh, back into uh, back into lockdown. Yeah, which kind of makes today's we thought today's topic um, on leading in lockdown would be a really good topic to try and help really uh, with. Things that we've learned over the last few months in the stuff we've been interviewing with people yeah in businesses we've worked with in stuff we've read and stuff we've seen just to try and pull together some tips and ideas on how to lead in the best way possible as we go into another another lockdown so we just wanted to do something that was helpful
1: yeah absolutely i mean yeah so so here we are you know we're days away from when that's going to kick in again and, and as you say, we've learned a lot. I bet the people that are watching this have learned a lot as well. Sure. You know? So if we can add to that and give you the optimum way to operate, stay sane and stay happy, right? Because it's not just about doing your job. You've got to live a life,
0: right? Yeah, um, yeah. And that's getting harder, I think. You know, And, and that's probably an a, a episode on its own is, is how do you stay sane as a leader during all of this uncertainty? Yeah. And it's up, down and turmoil. So that's probably an episode in its own right. But it, if, if, if we can help with some best practice ideas that might just cut through the trial and error that a lot of people have been going through, then that would be great. So look, for the course of the next kind of 20
1: minutes or so, guys, we're going to rattle off some thoughts for you. And by the way, in the comments and the feedback, let us know if you've got anything, right? If you've got some magic snippets that you want to tell other people about or tell us about, please do that, right? Because it's by no means that we've got all the answers here. Yeah. So we've got seven points we're going to run through. Let's kick off with the first one, right? Go through. First it. one is looking at, and, and by the way, this is stand that we talked about before, but even more so when you're at home, having a clear strategy and having a clear direction for your business and what you've set out to do. I think it's really important that you understand what that is and have communicated that well and have even dialogued it with people. Right. It's not just about throwing this out there. It's about making sure you discussed it. So, Neil, you got some thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I think it, what's what's really key. At the moment is yeah, the, the, having a vision and strategy is always important as a leader. But at the moment, it's really clear on. So in this new world, in this uncertain world. As a business, this is the direction we're going in. This is our strategy. This is how we're going to try and win market share. This is how we're going to try and serve our customers. This is how we're going to try and uh, improve our PL or help our employees. It's just being really, really clear on what not what the tactics are, but what the strategic direction of the business is. That might have changed slightly
1: as well, right? Given the environment you're in, you might have made a slight change to what, what you're actually trying to achieve in this period for success now.
0: Yeah. So, so then the question around having the vision and strategies are important, but I've also seen in the last um, couple of months or the last six months, two, two things that are really important is involving your leaders in that process.
1: Yeah.
0: So build, bringing your leadership team into that process. So they're involved as well as the broader business, bringing them into that as, as well and making sure you how you communicate has to be through multiple routes. Yeah. It's not sending an email once a month. It, it, it may be having a town hall. Yeah. So that you once a month you're updating on how's the strategy doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't got that vision and strategy, then no one really knows what's important and where they fit into that strategy as well. Yeah. Now, absolutely
1: agree. So that's number one, guys. Make sure you're clear. What is your strategy? And what are your objectives,
0: you know, immediately for
1: the business right now?
0: Yeah, no, so number two. Number two. So we've talked about this a number of times. We'll reinforce it again. It's come up in interviews we have had is at this stage, especially working at home, people working at home, they have to know what good looks like. They have to know what they're supposed to be doing, what's expected of them. Yeah. Clear objectives, clarity on what to do and why to do it. Why is what they're doing important? Because if you just telling someone what to do without the why it really doesn't help yeah. so you need to um be clear on what does good look like so that's the first part of number two is is be really clear on that
1: yeah yeah I, i'd reinforce with you on the why right someone needs to understand if you're having to do certain things that you're asking me to achieve whether it's a short-term objective or a longer-term objective what is it feeding into what is the reason to do it because that drives my motivation but it also drives my understanding so don't Don't underplay the why, guys. People are not just there as machines to chug out actions for you. They need to know the role they're playing in there.
0: Yeah, and I think I was reading something the other day, because when we first started lockdown, a lot of the leaders I coach were worried about how do they know what their employees are doing when they are not at work, when they can't see them. And actually, I saw a really good comment the other day. that said, how do you know what they were doing when you could see them? <laughs> you know, well, great comment. You know, exactly. so um, there's a, le- a definite element of trust and integrity. But if people are gonna skive, they're gonna find ways of skiving. If they're gonna get distracted, they're gonna find ways of being distracted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but in general, people want to feel valued. You've heard that in loads of our interviews and, and our uh, episodes. People want to feel valued. They want to feel part of something. They want to do a good job but they yeah. need to know what that means. Yeah. They don't want to feel like a number in a factory. They want to feel like they're, what they're doing is important and contributes.
1: I, I actually had, when I was a leader, I actually had an employee who was running his own business in the background and doing a fantastic job of it whilst yeah. being a great sales leader as well. Yeah. So, who cares? <laughs> so who cares? So long yeah. as they clear what are the objectives you want them to hit for the business now. So that's fine.
0: So, so the, and, and then the other key thing of that is, is it's not just setting them, it's then checking in. Check in on a regular basis that they're doing what you want them to do, so it's important for you to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. But secondly, that you are helping them know that they're doing the right things. And that you are, so, so being clear on what to do is one thing, then making sure that it's happening. And the best practice I've seen around that is every week having 30 minutes with an employee to go through it. If you've got tons of employees, that might not be possible. It might be every other week. Whatever the regularity is, make it consistent and have a really clear agenda of these are the things we need to go through and I need to know where you're at against each one of your objectives.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because Neil and I talked about this just before we started, guys, and it's a difficult balance here between working to review how someone's doing against an objective and over managing and checking up on them, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a balance there. Part of your checking in, by the way, is making sure that you're accessible and that your advice is available and that your review is available, because people sometimes need that and want that. We know of situations of people that say they, they don't know how to manage themselves at home. It's not something they used to. We've done it for years. Lots of people on here have done it for years. For some people, this is very alien. So, It's not over-managing. Be careful you don't do that, but make sure you're making yourself available and you're looking for progress in the business. Yeah. Because people are working from home doesn't mean the business stops.
0: No, and and you're right about the motivation because different people are driven by different things. So some people are are very self-motivated. They don't need much of measurement. They don't need much of a push. Others want to have that regular ongoing measurement. Yeah. You know, there was one uh, business I was working with where, uh, one of the sales guys said, "I'm going to phone you in. I- I'm going to phone you in the morning. I need ten minutes in the morning where I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do today, and I need ten minutes with you e- in the evening where I'm going to tell you what I managed to achieve today. And then the next morning I'm going to do the same." He said, "Because I need to know I'm accountable to you to motivate me." Yeah. So that was really important. Um, really important for them. And so everybody's different when it comes to that kind of motivation.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: So um, number three. Let's
1: talk about communication, guys. Communication is absolutely key. One of the things I would say in here is, you probably can't over communicate, as yes. so long as you're not stealing too many people's hours, right? But you have got to communicate with people. Now there's different methodologies, there's different styles. So I'd combine two things in here. One of them is about the techniques that you use, but also the technology that you use, right? So don't miss on exploiting the technology available. Neil and I did some training uh, last week or week before. And on that course, we had a number of people that I was responsible for as my role. And I needed to keep in touch with them. I said to them, why don't we set up a WhatsApp group so that we can touch base in there? And, and you know, they absolutely loved that. It's not something they normally would have done. But because I was needing to talk to them in flight while Neil and I were training 33 people on the screen. And it worked a treat. So would WhatsApp normally have been the way I would have communicated? No. But in that scenario, yes. Think about technology, email, are you using a screen, are you just using a phone? That's one thing. The other thing then is about techniques. So, Neil, did you want to talk about some of the techniques that we might use? In yeah, case?
0: so I think there's, there's the regularity and consistency. So some of the best practices I've seen, probably the best I've seen is daily stand-ups for like 10 minutes, where a team will get together and talk about, Uh, what they've done the day before what they're going to do today they have like a minute each depends on the size of your team but a stand up every day so you've had contact with your colleagues on a daily basis so that works really well but I've talked about having the 30 minute reviews of the business KPIs weekly or every other week Um, but you can go bigger than that and everybody can have you know lots of lots of people done lots of stuff around this lots of great ideas and meetings. But what I'm starting to see now is, as we realise that we're not going to get face to face, that some of the bigger communication things, like quarterly uh, offsites, virtual offsites for leadership teams, or yeah. for the whole business, are now becoming virtual. And you know, you and I are starting to get involved in organising some of those and having to pull some of those together for people, because yeah. you can do everything you would do, if not more, online. Than you would do face to face. No one, no one wants to do it online. Everyone wants to be face to face. But if you can't, there is loads and loads of things you can do to get the same effect, the same engagement, the same output on a quarterly meeting online or, or an annual kickoff meeting. You know, again, you and I are having lots of conversations with companies about kickoff meetings in January. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, there's. I think you could think broadly about the daily, the weekly. You know, the the bigger sessions.
1: I agree. I, th- I think there are times at which it can work even better. Look, you've missed the personal contact with the people. I get that. So, you know, meeting in the coffee lounge and, you know, before the session kicks off and everyone's going in the theater and it's great to do those kinds of things, but you can also be very succinct and you can get your message across extremely well using yeah. technology.
0: And, you know, if anyone wants to talk to us about how we could help them organize uh, these time of virtual offsites or virtual kickoffs, just drop us a message and uh, love to love to talk to you about how we could help or just give you some ideas of what you could do.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: OK, so number four on the list. So we had uh, clear direction and strategy, knowing what good looks like and communication. So number four on the list is uh, I think this is really important, especially now we're in a second lockdown or second period is investing in skills and development of your team. Yeah. We've heard all the way through the last twenty odd weeks that we've been doing these, uh, the leadership detectives, that people value being valued. You invest in them, they will invest in you. Mm-hmm. And if you, you need to allow them to upgrade their skills and allow them to grow in their career by upgrading their skills, and there's loads of ways of doing that remotely. You know, there's the online universities like Udemy and Skillshare. Lots of businesses I know sign up. Udemy I don't know what it costs a month but then their employees have access to all of the different training uh training courses that are on there yeah I know you can get your accountancy exam online you can get your your marketing exams online there are tons of stuff you can do online and as a business this is an area where as a leader you should be investing some time and money
1: what would be interesting as well I mean you could take it to an even more simplistic level and say are they even taking time out to maybe watch things like these videos yeah, right? right yeah you know what i mean i mean so i can't do a full course but can i do anything that could give me the chance to increase my skill and my effectiveness and my well-being by by things that are available to me yeah so here's a great example right and we're talking about 30 minutes a, a week could you do C- that correct
0: correct and, and the other thing i've noticed is so you know and again both of us have been involved in this is getting busier with doing leadership coaching and sales coaching with individuals online the way the business is investing in paying for us to do that and help them yeah and uh, again it's just it's such an effective use of time 45 minutes of coaching mentoring with someone externally can really help someone grow and they feel invested in yeah so, so I think no,
1: talking about good use of time let's go to number five right? okay because <laughs> yeah, number yeah. five is about managing your time scheduling and working out how you're gonna to be effective So let's think about it, right? You're used to getting up in the morning, showering, changing into your suit or your business dress, getting on the train. All that was mapped out for you. Now it's not mapped out for you. Now you get out of bed in the morning and you have to manage that. So set yourself up some structure. Think about when you're going to talk to your team. Think about when you're going to, because this is not just about managing your team. We're talking about managing yourself as an individual as well, right? But think about how you manage your team, manage your structure. When it comes to managing your team, I think we've got a piece here about agreeing the rules of engagement. How are you going to work with your team? What have you outlined to them about the way that the working day functions, about when you're going to check in with them, about how frequently you're going to check in with them and they're going to check in with you? I think you need to put some structure around that, guys, because everybody's working at their own parameters unless you lay that down. And as the leader, it's your role to lay that down, not as rules, but as guidance and parameters.
0: Yeah, and I think you, this rules of engagement needs to apply to you as to how you're going to engage on your day as a leader, but also the rules of engagement for how you're going to, what you're going to ask of your team, how you're going to communicate with your team, how what, what you expect in return, because you'll be disappointed if you don't set your expe- expectations properly. If you expect someone to respond to an email in five minutes after you've sent it, and their expectation is I'll get to this by the end of the day, you're going to constantly be disappointed. So there has to be a conversation. And the best thing is have an open conversation about it, about how you're going to do that. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing about time I really want to mention, though, is you've got to be really disciplined. And a number of people I work with, I say, you know, we talk about time and the fact they go from one team's call or one Zoom call to another, to another, to another. And I ask them, why is it you put an hour in the diary for a team call? <laughs> When you don't need an hour or a team meeting when well, you know you could want to put 45 minutes in or 40 minutes in allow yourself time to follow up because what happens is you end up doing all these uh, meetings online and then at the end of the day you've got to do all the actions yeah so you don't have any time for yourself so and I've, I've had loads of conversations with people I coach about this so make sure you don't need 60 minutes for a meeting yeah so if you want some best practice tips from us first one would be, don't put 60 minutes in the calendar, put 40 minutes or 45 minutes in the calendar or shorter. Yeah. Uh, And make sure you're disciplined with that. The second thing I'd uh, just share with people is an effective time to work on a task is around 20, 25 minutes without a break. So if you do 20, 25 minutes, stop, take a five minute walk around, go and grab some water, then come back and sit down and do another 20, 25 minutes. You'll be much more efficient, much more effective and the only other thing i'd add as well i've learned during this lockdown is multitasking is something we all think we're brilliant at and there is absolutely no evidence that people can multitask you can only do one thing at a time what happens is you flip from task to task and then you become less efficient at any of them
1: yeah yeah it's interesting actually because because we're talking also about the distractions right um when you're working from home Yes, walk away from that task for five minutes and you know, take a breather. Be careful getting caught by the television or by something else that's now going to take you off track. But there's no harm in that. There's no mm-hmm. harm in stopping and watching a five-minute clip of the news. Just be careful. It hasn't totally disrupted what you had planned to get done in the in the forthcoming time. The other one is I'll come back and reinforce what Neil said. Be careful, guys, that you don't back to back to back to back your sessions. Right? Right? We're all doing that when you especially when other people are managing your time and booking calls for you and you're online and you're going call to call to call. And I'll reinforce what Neil says. Can you imagine? In fact, you know it. You're getting to six o'clock at the end of the day and your desk is full of stuff that you haven't done. You've got to do it now because guess what? You're back on the screen again at nine o'clock tomorrow morning. You can't work like that, guys. Not and and as leaders.
0: and, And as leaders, what we have to do is make sure our people aren't doing that. Yeah. Take lead by example lead and set your time in your calendar and your schedule the way you expect your team to do it don't and make sure you're building in time to wander around to go and have um time when you're just not in front of the screen
1: yeah
0: uh, so it's really important i think so
1: that, that leads nicely into number six doesn't it it leads
0: nicely into number six which is you know i think this is a really important element of of leadership at the current time is be human Be human, be understanding of the fact that people are working at home. They've got families and they may need to work unusual hours. They may not be able to do certain things at certain times. But if you understand your people, you'll know that. So get to know them, get to know what works for them. Agree those rules of engagement with them so that you can give them the space and time and allow them to be uh, more effective at home and not under pressure from you.
1: Look, it is difficult, right? You know, as a leader, you've got people on the screen. You want them paying attention when you're having a session. But Amazon's going to turn up at the front door, right? It happens. It's not the end of the world, guys. Think about that in your flexibility. Accept the things that are going to happen like that. It's not the end of the world, right? Because we do have to manage. My dog's down here. If she screams now, it's all going to kick off because it does, right? But I'm not saying you can have anarchy on the screen because you can't do that. You've got to try and run your team effectively, but maybe we just need to build in a little bit more flexibility as leaders than we may have had before, because yeah. they are in their home environment. They are not in the office environment.
0: And, and their home, by the way, might be a studio flat, and their bedroom is their lounge, is their dining room, and they're having to work in that environment in a lockdown situation. So you've to be really conscious of yeah. the environment people are in. Uh, so, yeah, just get to know them. At be human. I saw so I saw a really poor example of this with a company that I know where they insisted everyone went to the office. This was when we were between lockdowns, and for one person I know, it meant problems with having to organise childcare and pay for childcare, and it was just I thought that's just not understanding. There was no flexibility. Oh, yeah. that's that's just not good leadership. Yeah. Um, so let's go on to number seven then.
1: So number seven is, is, likewise, whilst you've also got the piece about, you know, flexibility, I think you've also got the piece about having some fun. Um, so I know we can all talk about, you know, do we have quizzes or do we do other things? And Neil can talk about some of the things that he's done, right? But I think you do need to make sure you're planning in some fun. Don't, as a leader, don't make all the technology and everything we've got here completely towards driving productivity and hard work of your people. That's wrong, right? If the only thing they think about when I'm going to log on to a call is that I'm going to get pounded about tasks and work, I don't think that's fair. Mm-hmm. If you were at work, you'd be stopping for lunch, you'd be having a laugh, you'd be talking about social, you'd be doing some of that. Build that in. And I think there's a combination here. One of them is having a session that is specifically that. So Neil can talk about techniques we could have used. But I would also say have a bit of fun and a bit of social involved in your call right you can it's got to be natural but you can talk about what happened on the weekend you can ask people any ideas they've got how to manage your sanity during lockdown and stuff do that don't have a call just for that but neil i know you've got some
0: things you were doing as well i've seen some great engagements of teams that haven't seen each other for six months but feel like they're a community because of some of the stuff they've done so you, know, you can have fun online with things like um, we've done virtual, t- virtual escape rooms, which is just great fun online. We've done virtual wine tasting. We've done virtual cake, uh, you know, like bake off type competitions. So there's lots of stuff you can do like that. But the other thing that uh, we did recently for a company, which was we organized a virtual event to take them from their London office to their New York office walking cycling running and to raise money for charity for um, cancer for one of the uh, people in the company that was uh, suffering with breast cancer or going through treatment for breast cancer and that it was amazing how it pulled the whole business together to focus on one goal that was doing good and they covered five thousand miles or something in total in the end Right. over eight days cycling walking we had kids involved we had grandmas involved you had finance departments competing against sales departments all virtually all done from the front door of your house yeah yeah and, you, and it could be a mile it could be a hundred miles of cycling or whatever it was and it just there are things you can do that make it uh, that engagement with your whole team special
1: do you know what that's just said to me right there's things here where you're doing more in this environment than you were doing in the old world, right? That's a great way to get your mind around, guys. Think about how this is actually something you can make the best of. Don't feel that you're being penalized by having to work from home. Think about how you can use it to manage your team even better and to be a better leader whilst you're in this environment, right? It doesn't have to be a penalty.
0: No, that's a a very, very good point is in the past where everyone's face to face or they're in the office or you're in the normal working, there's an assumption that it's all OK.
1: Yeah.
0: Whereas actually now you have to have to make the effort and put the time in. And I think you're right. I think we're doing more. I think there's more engagement. Yeah. Um, so, look, should we pull that together? Yes, we should. Yeah. So just quick cut, recap. Seven points. Uh, clear direction and strategy. Make sure you are communicating. make sure you're involving people in that process. Second one was clear objectives, uh, clarity on what to do, uh, knowing what good looks like. Make sure employees know what good looks like and keep checking in with them that they're on track and they know they're on track. Regular communication. We talked about lots of different stuff around communication there, but making the effort to regularly communicate. And that could be the big things as well, not just the weekly things. Um, Invest in skills and developing your people. uh, Managing your time effectively was number five. Number six was be human, be understanding. And number seven was planning some fun. So those are the seven tips, seven best practice that we've kind of thought of that hopefully that'll be helpful for you.
1: Yeah, I'll come back to what we said earlier on guys, right? These are seven tips from Neil and Albert. Give us your, your comments, anything you think would be useful for your colleagues watching this on ideas and tips that you think would be good in the way that they could manage their teams lead their teams and manage themselves that'd be really useful to hear from you
0: okay fantastic so until the next episode great to spend the time all the best and uh, yeah good to see you mate and uh, wishing everyone all the best as we head into another lockdown in the uk indeed
1: i can't stop nearly i've got another call to go to back to back got <laughs> <laughs> yeah see
0: all you the best the future, take guys
1: care. take Bye-bye. care see you later
0: Now more than ever, it's critical that customers find accurate information about your business. Local Works by Yahoo Small Business makes it easy to add, edit, and publish business information across 70-plus local directories from a single dashboard. Ensure your business is found with local Works and save 10% today by using code LWPODCAST. Visit YahooSmallBusiness.com slash local to find out more